Welcome to Small Business Sisters, where two sisters who started their own separate businesses come together to share all things business growth and personal growth. Every week, they will share practical business tips that they have learned along their journey and share their individual perspectives. So grab a drink and join the sisterhood as we discuss all things womanhood, motherhood, and small business. So for some of us, social media is the most daunting piece of what we do for our job. And today I'm going to sit down with Jenny and we're going to actually go over how I plan social media posts and I'm going to walk through a full week of planning her social media posts and we just hope you get so much benefit from this. Um, Christina, me, has a, a social media prompt journal that will help you plan super easily so that you can give yourself exposure because social media is a free platform where you can connect with people that are actually buying your products. And so if you are interested at the end of this episode of getting your own prompt journal, we have linked to the prompt journal in Small Business Sisters Instagram bio. So make sure to check it out and we hope you enjoy the episode. So on today's episode, we thought uh, I would walk through kind of a one-on-one social media planning session with Jenny. So are you up for that, Jenny? I'm up for it. (laughs) Okay. For those of you who are new to Small Business Sisters or um, maybe you missed our social media episode we did a few months ago, uh, Christina, me, who's talking, um, social media is one of my favorite aspects of my business. I know for some it's daunting, kind of like the spreadsheets are for me. Um, but for social media, for some reason, I love the um, challenge of connecting to someone on the other side of a screen and not only connecting with them, but then uh, creating relationship, I guess, with the person on the other side of the screen so that they in turn um, invest back into me or interact with me. If you interact with me on social media, that's like my favorite because it's like my own little, you know, friends when I don't have adults at my house. (laughs) Yeah. I know that kind of sounds sad. Um, but anyway, so because of that and my love for social media and, um, not necessarily growing your social media. I think growing your social media is great and more exposure is great. But if you're not taking the time to explain who you are and what your brand is with the people that are already following you, um, there's not really a point to having a follower account, right? Like you're not doing – you may come across somebody's feed, but it's your job to inform them of why they should stick around. So – I created a prompt journal that kind of walks you through, it's almost like a planner, like a scheduling planner that makes it less awkward (laughs) creating posts for your business. I know a lot of people sit down and get stuck on what to say or what even what graphics or reels to post. And so I wanted to kind of lay it out of just giving you an idea so that when you do sit down and do your social media, you don't necessarily freeze. I also think Sometimes you just need that little push of confidence, like you've got this, like this aligns with your people, this aligns with your target market. And so that's why I designed my prompt journal. And it's really helpful. I've used it. I'm so glad. Um, So thank you. So um, part of my prompt journal is 
uh, it walks you through planning out a week at a time, but also almost like a daily planner would, it kind of makes you think about real human life things that have happened in the last week because that is super big right now is reminding people, oh yes, I am a small business. I am a human behind um I'm a human behind the product that you're buying. And so there's like places to write that stuff so that when you go do you do go sit down and plan, you have that stuff to kind of refer back to. So I offer one-on-one sessions where I will it's that confidence boost like we were just talking about where I will kind of give you that push of yes, you should post this. Um and so we thought we'd give you a sample of what one of those one-on-one sit-downs looks like with me and Jen. And it does look a little bit more in depth because we have only a 30-minute podcast. It's going to be a little bit different, but I thought it would sample um it out well of how we plan for Illuminate Space and Beautiful Chaos. I love that. And I just have to give you a shout out cuz what you helped me understand um about social media for our small business because I know I have maker friends that also are hesitant to share too many personal things or um, too many stories. And that is like your choice how much you share. But for me, like what really helps me is like Christina said, I mean, this is what sets Illuminate Space apart from like Target social media is because that it is a person making it. And while some of us like might have teams, it's still a very small group of people that it's not like just a big corporation posting. So like posting those personal stories and how they relate to your business has been really helpful to me because it helps remind people that I am a person behind the candles. Yeah. And I think your website is there to sell to people, right? Like you're, you're, if someone's ready to buy, they're going to be on your website. Instagram takes that element. Yes, there's like shop Instagram and all of that. It takes that element, but it also puts stories behind the brands. And so I think that's the job of Instagram is to tell your story, tell your brand story. And we're going to talk about that today when we plan for Jenny. It's also answering questions that you kind of assume people know about your brand that maybe they don't. And so we want to create those natural like elements of your posts of answering the questions. And again, it's it's to help people who maybe have like are invested in you, they're invested in Illuminate Space, but answering a question that them then makes them think, oh, okay, that's what this is, understands you better, and in turn buys your product. So we will walk through all of those questions. So in my prompt journal, I will give several, several, I have never counted, maybe like 55 questions that you can answer. Um, and I know I said this in the social media episode we did, but answering the question once isn't enough. Um, you got to answer it several times just because that's how people's brains work. If they see it once, I, I actually just heard this on a podcast and I can't remember which podcast it was now, but they said, Basically, her marketing, um, she has a team and her marketing team member was really upset the way she launched because she did one post about it. And she was like, (laughs) if you're going to post once, you might as well post zero because that's just not how people's brains work. They don't see something and then register it and make a decision. They have to see it over and over and over again and then follow through and make the decision, which in our case is a decision to buy. Um, so let's start, Jenny. So first off, um, I always ask brands this because, because of the confidence element, this really has nothing to do with your post. 
It's more the confidence boost you need to make your post. What are four adjectives um, that you want your people to feel when they enter your space? So that could be when they enter your shop, when they enter um, your website, or when they enter your space of social media. Like what is three or four things that you want people to feel? Um, Okay, so – I mean, my brand pillars are holistic, authentic, and illuminated, but I guess for adjectives to break those down, I want people to feel joy, um, loved, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I guess kind of seen, because i that's how I bring my story in a lot, is like, you're not alone, mm-hmm. and I want them to feel like... I guess towards my products, like you're getting something that's good for you and the earth. Okay. (laughs) No, those are great. And so the reason why I ask people that is because when the hesitancy comes of writing a post, whether it be answering a question or sharing a little bit bit of who you are or um, making a reel for somebody, when you are so hesitant to publish that because you're afraid people are going to make fun of you or that so-and-so is going to um, think of it negatively or whatever your hesitancy is in pressing that post button. I didn't word it right. I'm going to offend somebody or blah, 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 blah. I always like people to have those adjectives forefront. Um, There's actually a spot in the journal to write those down because if it aligns with you know, one, two, three, or all four of those adjectives, that means it's for your people, the people that you want to be on in your space. It doesn't matter what anybody else says or thinks about it. Your people that you want to connect with you are going to identify with those adjectives. So if it lines up with those, press the post button. I love that. Yeah. So that, and you'll be blown away. And I know Jenny and I have talked about this before of like the people that actually connect. I had so many people just two weeks ago, we did an episode about the thoughts that live in my brain. (laughs) And those are really scary places to be because letting someone into your brain is very vulnerable because not everyone is going to think the way that I think. But the messages we got on that I got both on Beautiful Chaos and um, Small Business Sisters, they were just so, you know, probably not everyone loved the thoughts that went on in my head and didn't align with some of them. But the messages that I, the people that it did align with who reached out, like that just meant so much to me. And so I do think that that is the underlying reason for Instagram is creating that space where there is community, which sounds so contradicting because Social media can be quite the opposite, but that's why it's there is to build that community. And so um, when you think of your adjectives, it will kind of give you – it might be scary. Like what in business isn't scary? But when you can think like, yes, you know what? This will bring somebody joy. Like, And you don't even have to think everybody. Just like this will bring somebody joy. I'm going to post it because that one person that you hit is one person to connect with. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so I always ask that. So we'll think about that as we create your posts. Um, in We have all of our questions that we'll answer and that we'll look at as we plan your uh, week. So first, I, you know, you, you didn't know you were going to do this. So you probably didn't fill out the journal where it asks maybe what questions that people sent in your inbox this week. I always like 
people keeping track of that over a month's period of like, what are people asking you that you have to repeat yourself a hundred times, which isn't a bad thing. It just means that needs to be communicated more or maybe what products are coming up that you're launching or events coming up because we can't post about an event the day before. Like that's not going to be effective. Um, Again, you probably have to talk about the event seven or eight times before some people actually are like, oh yeah, there's an event this day. Um, and so those are all kind of things you can journal and you're, you're just going to have to think of those on, on the fly today, Jenny. I, well, actually I have, I keep a running note of questions people ask me so that I have like the copy and paste response. And then I made a, um, like FAQ page on my website where I put all those just so they're there. Cause something I asked, do you want me to tell you them? Do you need to know them? No, because we'll we'll talk about it in a sec when we're planning. But you can tell okay. us at the end. Okay. Um, but yes, I but do I, try to keep track of that because then I'm not constantly like trying to remember how to answer it. Yeah, we're we talk about that a lot on here of like streamlining content, and because that is just a daunting piece of the job, right? And so I like that you. That's like a great idea to go do the FAQ on your site, but then also do a day where all of your stories are your frequently asked questions where you're actually speaking those and then save Ooh, them to a so highlight. Smart. Save them to a highlight that says FAQ or oh. frequently asked questions. That's a great idea. Because then if someone's coming to your page and is just like, who is this? Like how – I feel like the main question that people never communicate to their people is how do I order? And so what we're going to talk about today is we're going to create a post, but then the call to like on every post where I'm going to ask you at the end, okay, so like what if you're in your customer's um, mind at this point, what would be the next step you would want them to take? And so we'll ask that at the end of every post. And then okay. that will be how you finish it. And in the journal, Jenny knows this, I give tons of different call to action pieces. You never want your people to just stop there. Um, but it might not always be go to my website and order. And it might not always be comment on this post. There's so many different things that give them the next step. Um, you know, at the end of one of mine, it might be talking about small owning a small business. And it might say, hey, if you haven't checked out Small Business Sisters, like there's a podcast. So it gives them the next way to interact with you and continue your story of customer and brand. Yeah, that's one of the biggest things I learned from you, actually, because even if I haven't planned out my post, every time I write one, I'm like, okay, is there something for the person to do in this post? And yeah, you're right. I've learned your call to actions. It doesn't necessarily mean go go order. <laughs> it can right. be like so many things. Um, so we are going to, I do four different themes. I have a teach theme, a human theme, a Pinterest theme, and a product theme. And so we're just going to plan four days of your week next week. Okay. Okay. And, um, to kind of define what each means, the teach piece, um, is always going to be answering one of those frequently asked questions. It's teaching them something about who your brand is. Again, it might even be, do you have customer service hours? Or um, I have that page of 55 different questions that you can answer. Um, And that piece is really to keep them coming back. If you're not educating your people, they're 
you know, they might like your pictures when they come across their feed, but they really want to interact with your brand and that teach piece is going to do that. The human piece doesn't necessarily have to be, people get really scared at that piece. Like I don't want to, you know, being vulnerable is a really hard place to be. That's not for everybody. And so they get scared like, oh my gosh, I have to share some of myself, but that's not necessarily it. For instance, I have um, a person that I help plan her social media here in my small town of Texas and her brand is like all t-shirts that have to do with our small town. And so her humanness is going to be talking about how she was born and raised in this town. It's all about how you can connect with the people that are going to buy your product. And so it might not be, hey, I had a really hard day this week and, you know, did you or whatever, where you're (laughs) going to connect that way. It could just be like, what makes you human in this instance? What makes you human is that you are actually a member of this small town and that's why you have so much Panther pride or whatever it is. And so don't be too scared about that human piece um, because it's, again, just like how you're going to relate. Like, Jenny, for you, it might be – I always tell people to trim their wicks, and this was just a week that I didn't have time to trim my wicks. So just know you're not alone in (laughs) your candle care. You know, like it's how can I connect with people that reminds them like there's a human over here. Oh, that's good. I didn't think about that. Little things. And it might – and you're, you might tell a story with that. Like the human piece, I say like tell a story, which I'm going to write that down because I always forget. Like how can I turn this into a story of like, you know, I have three boys. They, this is our busy time of year because they're in da-da-da-da-da. And it's hard to keep up with life between the meal planning and the business and the, um, you know, the dog eating my wall. Like I have <laughs> – my dog eats our walls. <laughs> between it's all of, between all of that, do I love my candles? Yes. Y'all know I love them so much, but sometimes things are going to fall through the cracks and that's just how it is. You know, like you just took a, a time that you'll probably end with like trim your wicks. Um, <laughs> a time that that might be your call to action. You've actually told a story and now people are like, yeah, life is hard and I forget to, you know uh, – I mean, I forget a lot, but I can't on the top of my head right now think of things. But when when people can identify with that piece, it's like, okay, like she's a human. So those yeah. are just little little things I would put in parentheses next to human. Like just tell a story. Like how can okay. you make this relatable to the people? And you don't have to do that with teach, Pinterest, and product all the time. But that human piece, if you can tell a story and kind of suck people in, that's going to be really good. And by the way, any of these – types of posts can be a photo, a video, a reel, a graphic, like you get to decide. Um, so then the next post is going to be a, what I call a Pinterest post. And that's really like, what would you see on Pinterest? Like a how-to, maybe a flat lay of how you can arrange your candles. Maybe it's the my five best spring scents or whatever. You know how Pinterest you go on and like it's a searchable like searchable phrase. That's mm-hmm. what I want you to think about when you think of a Pinterest post. Um, that might be a little piece of education. It might be an inspiration. So um, like your five best spring uh, five best spring scents, you're going to get not only educate your people on scents that you have and what um, oils are in them, but you're also going to be like, these are the best scents, meaning they sell out easily. So if you want one of these, you're going to need to buy it now. Like it's 
It's like all a mind game, which sounds awful, but you know what I mean. (laughs) And then the last theme I do is a product, and that's just going to be illuminating either an event coming up or maybe a new product that you have. Like right now, Jen, you have your poor parties that Mm -hmm. you're trying to push. So I would probably all month that product post write it about poor parties because, again, okay. that those four times people are going to have to see it, um, which, by the way, if you're local to Batavia, Illinois, and want to do one of Jenny's poor parties, it's a really yes, fun time. She just did a, it here in Texas. That's been a – I just launched those and I've had zero sales of, <laughs> of poor party tickets. So yeah. I'm right there with all of us. Figuring this stuff out. (laughs) Yeah, which is really important to us, right, to be like real in time of, you know, some things – like it's something you're trying. And Mm -hmm. it worked really – she did it, came and did it at my my boutique here in in Texas and it went really well. And so it's something she might bring back into Illinois. And so um, she's kind of playing around with that. But it's not going to have any movement if you never post about it. So we want to make that because that's something you're pushing this month. Every product post all month. So that's four times, maybe five. Okay. I don't know if this is a five-week uh, month. You'll be posting about the product parties. And maybe it's a different element of it. Maybe you talk about why you should do a poor party. Like, hey, everybody needs a girls' night out. And you're going to go spend $75 at a restaurant for food, drinks, you know, appetizers. So I say you come make a candle that – is a little bit different. No one wants to go out to eat every, you know, it's like a date night. Like who wants to go to a movie every time kind of thing. Or you might talk about what a poor party is. Like, is it just for you and your friends? Is it you come and get to meet new people? Um, Is it you make however many candles? Is it you pick the scent? They pick the scent. So you might describe what it is. And then maybe you describe um, where they are. Are they on the side of the road? Like, are they, you know, they are they at somebody's house? Is it at your house? Is it at your workshop? Like, what what does that look like? And so each post will look different, but you're going to be talking about the same thing. Okay. And that could go for a product too, like if someone's listening. Like, I mine might be my beach bag because this is my beach bag season or wet bag. Um, you know, why would somebody need a wet bag might be one of my posts. Or uh, what do people put in a wet bag? Maybe what even is a wet bag? A lot of people, when I say wet bag, think I'm saying something very not nice. So I need to like (laughs) actually say like what it is on the other side. And so people, instead of saying, hey, I'm hosting a poor party, like that's so different than, (laughs) hey, when was the last time you went out with your girlfriends and you got to have a night where you actually did something crafty and fun and brought out like an inspiration piece maybe you haven't done in a while, like grab your girlfriends, bring some wine, and hang out for two hours and have fun in my workshop. Like, which is more likely for somebody to be like, oh my gosh, hey, guys, we, on our next girls' night, we need to do this. Maybe we can stop at, you know, Oak, Oak and Swine. Is that what it's called? Yeah, there is Oak Let's and stop Swine. at Oak and Swine, get a salad, walk down the street, <laughs> pour some wine, just have a girl. Because there's nothing that has, like, there's nothing better than pouring, uh, not to joke and say pouring, but like pouring back into yourself to go back and be a better human when you can give yourself a night out 
Ooh, I yeah, like and- puns, so I want to say that. <laughs> See? So, like, that's, like, all of the things of, like, teaching them, like, why a poor party would be beneficial. Okay. So, so that's what your four days are going to look like. So let's go back to the teach post. And what – tell me one of the frequently asked questions that you've got. One of the most frequently asked questions is, like, why their doble – so their wooden bowl candle isn't burning properly. Okay. So let's – I would, in my mind, make this into a reel, but you can do whatever you want with it. So how okay. would – what is your response to that person? Like, if it was me – and I said, Jen, my doble, I cannot figure it out because you know I'm not good at candles. That's not my thing. Uh, it's not melting properly. So what do I need to do? So I, my answer is usually like my um, – what I recommend for all candles, like talking about the melt pool and you want it to reach the side. So for the doble, it's a little bit different, but you want it to get the full three-wick melt pool. So that's always like if you have – a good three to four hours, that's when you're going to get the best doable results. Um, and then how I talk about how I built in a safety feature so it doesn't touch the sides of the bowl. So like a, a little ring around the sides is normal for a doable candle. And then I send them, I have a video of where I have filmed my doable like hour one, hour two, hour three, hour four, so that they can see. And then I have a few troubleshooting tips if like let's say they didn't burn their doble where it was one big melt pool. They had little ones and it would drown out the wick. Then I, I have some troubleshooting tips for them. Okay, so I would maybe like talk at the beginning of your reel or post. I'd say like, hey, have you ever heard the term melt pool? Because as you're talking, I'm like, I have no idea what a melt pool is. <laughs> so saying like, have you ever heard the term melt pool? It's the area that is melting around your wick and like have a, you know, a video of like what this is looking like and then say Mm -hmm. like normal looks like this. Uh, And I don't even know, maybe not normal, but like one to two hours looks like this. Three to four hours looks like this. And at three to four hours is really the optimal look of your melt pool. And then I would say, but if you're worried that the melt pool is going to you know, be a fire hazard or – because you don't know, like, why they're asking. Maybe it's for looks. Maybe it's – but if you say if you're worried about um, a fire hazard with your melt pool, don't worry. I, you know, added a feature that blah, 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 like, stops it from burning. Um, And if you're still having issues with your melt pool, I highly suggest heading to my website under Frequently Asked Questions where I have linked um, a troubleshoot sheet. For your Ooh, and that's the and call to action, right? That would be the call to action. Okay. And what I, if it was a reel, at the very end, I would just say um, having – still having candle problems, question mark, read caption. And in the caption, I would say like, I hope this video helped. If you're still having issues, head to my website linked in my bio. Um, under frequently asked questions, you will find a troubleshooting sheet to help you. Because that will not only, one, teach them something and answer their question, but two, it will get them to your website where they're like, oh, while I'm here, 
Yeah. Like, yeah, let me look. True. Let me look at like whatever, what other doubles. So, for the teach post, I would do a reel all about melt pool, like what a melt pool is and how to do that in your doble. And then for the call to action, it would be troubleshoot sheet on website. Okay. And talking to people listening right now, make sure you're. You have links in your Instagram. So actually a new feature of Instagram is they are going to let you have multiple links now. You won't need a link tree. Oh, really? Um, mm-hmm. But um, I have not played around with that yet, so I don't know if there, you know, if there's glitches or whatever. But if you don't have a website, uh, I, would, I would do personally, you know, if you think about people interacting or yourself with a brand – even not just putting your website, but if you have a link tree where you can say like for Jenny specifically, she has roller bottles, she has dobles, she has candles. If you can do a link tree that they actually click like dobles and it goes to the doble section of your site, they click candles, it goes to that. If you click frequently asked questions, it goes to that because people are very rarely, I mean, th- maybe it's just me. But think of yourself going to someone's site and trying – they give up after a while trying right, to find things right. that they're looking for. You only for. have like a little amount of time to capture them. Right. So if you could do that too, like, you know, there's a troubleshoot sheet linked in my bio, like check that out. And it happens to be on your website. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the next one is your human post, the one where we're going to tell a story. Can you think of anything this week that would like relate to your people? Um, like, I mean, if you, like a small, for instance, small business sisters, um, different demographic than your Illuminate Space people, but your, your um, scary jump of doing poor parties and no one yeah. really reacting yet, um, that would be a post for small business sisters, right? Like our people would really resonate with that right. and be like, right. Yes. I, I did think about that. Alone. I was like. I don't feel like that is an an illuminate space post uh-huh. because those that audience I'm trying to get to do the poor parties. Right. So and like you know, I don't want to be like nobody is Yeah. And you but yeah, I did think about I was like, yeah, that's perfect for small business sisters though, as a small business owner. But I kinda like the the wick trim. One. Yeah, because well, and I know that like you are really busy right now. Like this is the time of year where your kids' sports ramp, uh, ramp up, and um, you know your store gets busier because it's pretty outside and all of that. So I think that would be a great human post. I'm just trying to give us another example since we used that one, but um, um, like I'm trying to think of. What would connect you? Like, because your your demographic are, like, late 30s. They have kids. They have – they might have teenagers. Uh, right? Amelia does? Yeah, Amelia does. Actually, well, I turned 38 this week. So I could, like <laughs> – I am feeling the – I am starting to feel the aging thing of where, like, people don't value – as much getting older, I want to get older, but like I understand now that you feel you feel different, and so I feel like I could bring that to my brand in that like you still have so much life, and there's so many good things still about life, just because you're mm-hmm. not like a young 
20s anymore. Yeah, and maybe you look up maybe a quote or something about like your light doesn't dim or something because that would totally tie to your – and you don't always have to tie it back to your candles. It's that human post is really to relate to that person that's your ideal customer. So it doesn't have to do with candles, but that might be like an added thing. But yeah, your birthday yeah, this like week. That. Which, happy birthday, because you told me happy birthday. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, that's definitely, like, human – I would talk about, you know, turning a new age. And and even – you could could talk about, like, you've done some scary stuff the last few weeks, and some of it you see um, brightness right away. And some, you don't see brightness yet. And, like, that might be one thing. Like, as you age, like, every day you have new feelings and new um, new processes of how you deal with those feelings. And you're just showing up right there in the middle. Yeah. Um, okay. So then let's do the next day, which is your Pinterest piece or how-to or um, that sense, which, again, in my journal I do give – like inspiration behind that of of maybe ideas of what to do. Um, but my one-on-ones look a lot like this where we kind of brainstorm together, like what are some things people would search about you, what you offer. So like, for instance, let's talk about Beautiful Chaos for, for a second. Um, a lot of people on Pinterest are looking for mommy and me options. So a lot of my Pinterest pieces might be um, mommy and, you know, five, five of my favorite mommy and me sets or whatever. Um, and so for your Pinterest piece, how about we do the best springtime sets? And like that, that way, I know you're offering all your scents now, but like this will do your five best springtime scents. And this you could do again, a graphic, a picture, a reel. Um, and like I'm even in, I'm envisioning a reel where maybe you say, you you like smell is grapefruit and mint a spring one? It's an all actually right. Yes, I mean right now I'm offering all my scents. Right. So, but what which which ones in your mind are like? Yes, those five are the best for spring. Not that sell well, but like remind you of spring. Yeah, I would say grapefruit and mint. Okay, so. As an example, like if you sniffed grapefruit and mint or just showed it on camera or whatever and said, you know, grapefruit and mint is a mix of, is it grapefruit oil and like, I don't know how that works. Citrus oil. <laughs> is it, yeah, it's grapefruit and mint. Okay. And, you know, when I smell this, it makes me, it reminds me of drinking mint mojitos on the Mexico beach or something like where you can <laughs> now make people envision like, oh my gosh, I need this next to me right now. You know, I'm would love to be at Cozumel right now, and I'm not. You know, all of that. Where you say like what it is and what memories it maybe invokes for you that are springtime that then people can envision for themselves. I mean, that's what marketing is, right? Like envisioning yourself with that product, and um, like okay, I think I need to do it. Get it, um. And so, and like, what's another one of your favorites for spring? Um, probably high tide or citrus agave. Okay, so why is high tide your favorite? Um, it smells like the 
water side. <laughs> yeah. Like you could say, you know, something about the beach, but you could also even talk about like – um, you know, when I hear ocean waves, it calms me. And so really when I smell this, it makes me think of blah, blah, blah. You know, okay. another post you could do that's um, maybe human, you could really do it under any of them, is um, where you talk about smell being tied to memories. Like there's mm-hmm. science behind that. And if you talk about that and maybe a core memory that you have and like why you created one of the scents. Oh, that's that might, good. That might be cool too. Um, I forgot. At the end of the human one, did we do a call to action? Oh, no. I would probably – then what would be the next step for your your people when they hear you say like change is hard. I'm getting older. I'm sitting in these feelings. What would be like the next – like would you want – them just to like they, you like drop a heart if you felt the same way would you want to um like I don't think the next right step is them going to your website and I don't think right no I think it's just like the interaction right so yeah, yeah. something about not feeling alone so like yeah leave a heart or or even the- saying like thanks for being part of my space or something, you know, like yeah. that's subconsciously telling them like, hey, still stay here. <laughs> still yeah. be a part of it. Yeah. Um, that's just what I want people to think like at the end of every one of their posts. Like what's the next practical step? Would it be saying go to my website? No. Like no. that's not that's not the next like part of that. So then with okay. this five best sense. Or maybe tag would- a friend. That would work, right? Yeah. Like tag a friend that you can like share, like grow old with or – um, tag a friend that maybe is there for you no matter what feelings you have that day or something. Yeah, tag a friend like could that. totally be that. Um, and then as far as the five best springtime scents, you could your next your next step for your customer, you might want to know what scents they like in the spring because that would help you make. So you could ask mm, what yeah. scents make you think of spring. Or you could ask, you could tell them to, you know, check out the link in my bio under candles to see all the scents I have to offer. Like the next right step there is sending them to your website or getting information for them, from them. Like what is your favorite spring scent? Um, you know, what do you think of when you smell o- oceans? Like mm-hmm. I think everybody has good ocean memory. I mean, not everybody. I'm sure yeah. there's people that don't have good ocean memories, but for the most part, oceans are pretty popular. Um, so you could you could either ask your people a question on that one or send them to your website. Okay. Um, or like maybe you run a sale on only those five cents for that, you know, the, the next few days. And so you say like, because they're my five favorite cents, I'm actually putting them you know, at 20% off. So hurry and grab them before times is up or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you could have creativity with that, whatever your end goal is from that. Okay. And then the product post, we're going to talk about your poor parties and we kind of create came up with a few ideas for that. So do you want to talk about who you do them with, why to do them or what a poor party is or where you host it? I think about I don't know. I liked all the ideas you gave about like 
get to well, you'll post all. Yeah, you'll post all four of those throughout the month. But which one do you want to do this next week? Uh, I guess why? Why? Okay, so if it was you, Jenny, so you know you could take it from the introvert aspect, or you could do it for the extrovert. So, like extroverts, it's like hello, you need people. Like this is the perfect opportunity to meet new friends in the area. Like to you, that probably sounds like, yeah, no, I'm going to stay home. So like, what would you say to an introvert? Like, why would they come to your class? Oh, I actually like how you said, I mean, would it be dumb to do a post where it's like, talking to both like extroverts you're gonna love it because of this and introverts mm-hmm. because it's like a safe space of yeah a safe small people. people you know like it pointing out how like it works for both yeah I think that's a great idea because I do know from hosting workshops at our shop you know you get a mix of both there are some people that come in really scared because that's a really scary that can be a really scary thing of like there's eight people I don't know them But we create a space where we go around and we say, like, we say names. We try to, like, do something, like an icebreaker. Like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like, if you could, if you had any candy, if you were walking into HP and you had five seconds to grab a candy, what is the first one you go to? Like, that gets people talking. And then, like, introverts need friends, too. Like, right. I (laughs) – I had a really hard time when we moved to text uh, to Austin because I didn't have friends and that was really hard for me. But even my friends who maybe have a close-knit friend group, um, but they go out and do things like that because they also like – they're everybody needs people a little bit. And so um, <laughs> I think – but also like pushing them like, hey, grab a friend. Like bring somebody you know because that kind of makes it better, right? Like – Going with someone you know or, like, your option of a private party. Like, And if you have a group oh, of friends yeah. that want to do it, like, throwing in – we do have an option that you can do a private party. So maybe if you hit both extroverts and introverts, um, as you can identify with both because you are an amnivert or whatever, right? <laughs> yes. So and I think that will, like, help – you're doing two things. You're telling people what a poor party is, but also you might be hitting a piece of, like, doubt – for some people of like, well, mm-hmm. why are they not buying? Like maybe if you can give them reasons too, then it's like, oh yeah, okay. Like I can Ooh, bring – that's good. Like I'll bring Ellie and then I have a person that I know, but I still want to make this candle and do it myself and have fun creating something that I wouldn't be able to do otherwise. So Right. Right. Maybe that would be it. And then would the call to action be like go to the website for that? To get the yeah, ticket. I would I would probably say the next poor party I'm hosting is blah 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 date, and there are eight seats left or however many seats are left, and um, you can sign up under my link tree, and I would make a direct link to the poor party. Okay, I like that. And you could either do that, um, or this might be one where you tag a friend as well, like tag a friend that you want to come pour candles with, or make a candle scent, or you know have a girls' night out with. Um, all of that. So it kind of gives you different ideas. The other thing I want to say before we're done is make sure to throw reviews in there, whether that be teat under teach of um, like, what are people saying about your company? Maybe it's um, under a product of like, what have people said about the poor parties or what have people said about the beach bags? Um, Because 
word of mouth is is really good and you shouldn't just leave that to other people. Like use their reviews mm-hmm. to your benefit so that people can see it. What is a good call to action then for reviews? Like to leave a review? <laughs> um, I mean, some people offer like discounts for people that leave reviews. So you could say like anytime you leave me a positive review, I'll send you a $5 coupon. Or it might be the next right step after posting a review is – um, you know, let's say the review said it's sa- – let's say somebody reviewed this, like a social media workshop, and they said, you know, this saved me so much time. When I'm sitting down to plan, I don't freeze. Maybe the call to action is like, and if you don't want to freeze anymore either, like here's a link to the prompt journal or whatever. Um, So you could be kind of – it would probably be a link to the product that they're reviewing, but it could just be – it could be as simple of a statement as like, we really hope you've had the same experience with our products or whatever. Cause that's just leaving in their mind. Like, have I had a good experience with them? Oh yeah. Okay. I have. Now, hopefully if they haven't, they don't right. <laughs> come after you. <laughs> that's right. But I would, I would assume if they have not had a good experience with you, they're no longer following you. True. So that's very so, true. That's just an option. Um, so now so you have four days planned out. Yeah, thank you for helping me plan that. And so people, right, let's hit so call to action to this episode is <laughs> you can go, people can go purchase your prompt journal, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. My prompt and journal then, is ready to download as soon as you grab it. Um, and we can even link, we can even put like a link tree to that from small And then sisters. people can also book one-on-ones with you, right? So how do they do that? For sure. So we will link to that as well. So if you are wanting to just kind of jumpstart the – like kind of see – you kind of saw how it works of how we kind of feed off of each other. I can ask you questions to then see how you would word a post or do a post. If you're wanting to book a one-on-one and just need kind of – I've done Canva tutorials with people where I'll walk through creating graphics. So if there's anything that one-on-one you need help with, there will be a link to that too. It's really easy on my website. You just book an appointment basically. You pick a date that I'm open, you book an appointment, and then a Zoom link is sent that we will pop on. And it's an hour and a half of one-on-one help. And we will do, we'll get through at least a week of planning depending on how quickly we kind of have feedback. Um, And if there's time left in the hour and a half, we'll actually do two weeks. So we'll get you off to a good start. And we can go over in some of my one-on-ones, they've just needed help figuring out their scheduling app and how to, you know, add pictures and videos to the scheduling app. So it can be anything that has to do with planning out your social media. I really enjoy it. It's one of my favorite pieces um, of what I do, but yeah. yeah. So hopefully this made it easier. Yeah. You're welcome. It's so fun for me. And I hope everybody knows we don't want to do small business life alone. Yeah, we're better together, which is why (laughs) planning social media, like we should always plan our social media together. That would be so fun. That would be fun. Join in the conversation by following us on Instagram at at underscore small business sisters. Make sure to introduce yourself because we love to follow and support other small businesses. And if you love the podcast, we would absolutely be so grateful if you subscribe and leave us a review. Every positive review helps other small business owners to find us. Remember, don't do life alone. We're better together.